listening to Our Wayward Life, a podcast about living life a bit differently. We're Natalie and Daniel, a married couple from Tennessee. In 2015, we sold everything we owned, moved overseas, and we've been living the expat life ever since. Stick around to hear about our travel experiences, both good and bad, our expat adventures, and everything in between. Welcome back to another episode of Our Wayward Life. We're back. Yeah, we are. So we talked about this in our Christmas travel episode and y'all seem to like it. So we appreciate the positive feedback. Um, So we're going to do a spring travel recap, which is not going to be quite as in-depth as our Christmas one because we haven't gone as many places for spring travels. But we have gone quite a few. Yeah, we've gone to a couple places. Okay, so just to recap, we moved abroad 2015, August 2015, and uh, typically we do not travel back to the United States until the summer. Yeah. So um, we went into our reasons for that when our Christmas travel episode, you can go back and listen. Uh, but for the spring break, so I work in education, so I have the school holidays only that I can take for holidays, so we have to plan all of our trips around those dates. Um, so up until 2021, our school calendar, we only had one week off for spring break. So obviously like going back to the States is just not feasible. And, um, it's a long way. I don't know if y'all know this, but the whole world is out there. (laughs) I I know what Jackson, Tennessee looks like. Yeah. I've seen it once or twice before. So we choose to go out exploring as much as we can. Um, so this is going to be. Spring break starts tomorrow. Yay! Yeah, I'm done a lot. Well, by the time this is out, it will have already come and gone, but that's okay. Um, oh, it won't. It'll be right in the middle of it. Yeah. I guess that's right. Yeah. Okay. I'm off on my dates. Anyway, I'm excited for spring break. Um, but this is going to be our seventh spring abroad. And so far, here's a quick breakdown of what we've done each year. So the first year, 2016, we had family come to visit. Which was really fun. So we didn't travel. Yeah, we didn't travel, but it was our first time going to a lot of the tourist destinations here because we had waited to have visitors to go see some places. So Yeah, we definitely didn't do the, the touristy things on our own. No, but it was really fun to show people around. and Yeah, it was neat to actually go see some of the places. Yeah. So and in 2017, we went to the country that we just absolutely fell in love with, and that is Thailand. Yeah. The greatest place in the world. The best food in the world. So we went to Phuket with our friends. Uh, They were so kind to invite us. If you're listening, Ian and Nadia, we miss you. We love you. Let's go back to Thailand. Yeah, come back. And then 2018, we went to Goa in India. Another place that has amazing food. Yeah. Um, 2019, I met my mom in London for her birthday. I won't say what age she was but it was a big birthday so we met for a few days and then we just hung out in the uae yeah we didn't go anywhere yeah and then 2020 we had planned a one-week trip to istanbul and cappadocia turkey but as we all know what happened in spring 2020 covid COVID. so everybody loves covid yeah so we had to cancel that and stay in our apartment which wasn't maybe not quite as fun, but we did have a good time. Yeah, we made the best out of it. Yeah. And then... Don't want to do it again. No, thank you. 
And then last year, 2021, we weren't going to travel. And then I think I've said this before on the podcast, I came across a flight deal that came through on my email while I was giving a presentation. And um, I heard my watch ping and I looked and saw it was from Etihad Airways. And I was like, oh, I'll have to check that right after my presentation. And I did. And it was just an incredible flight deal to the Seychelles which um, it's a group of islands about a thousand miles east off the coast of Africa. Yeah. And so. Not big islands at all. No, teeny tiny. And we we just booked our tickets that day and said, when else are we going to be able to go to the Seychelles if not right now? Yeah. So totally, so, totally worth that 10-day quarantine with a tracking device we had to do when we got back. Definitely. Yeah. And then this year, we're finally getting to do. Turkey. Yes. So the one trip we had to postpone in 2020 and it actually is working out better because now we have two weeks off so we can go and explore more in depth and go to other places so instead of being rushed trying to do everything in you know seven days or actually about six days yeah now we get 14 that we can go (sighs) see and do yeah so just like we did at the christmas travels we're going to break these down i've assigned some categories and we're going to vote we have not talked about this no, I mean, we've randomly talked about, you know, our travel memories, but not in preparation of this podcast. Have we talked about ranking these destinations? So it's no surprise if you know us that these three destinations that we've been to for spring break are tropical. So Very warm, yeah. sunny, sandy. So we've got Phuket, Thailand, Goa, India, and then the Seychelles. And in the Seychelles, we went to three, the three main islands, Mahe, Pralin, and Ladigue. So, um, let's break down these places and choose our favorites, if possible. That is not going to be possible. Okay. Okay. Favorite place. I'm going to move this so you can't see my answers because I wrote them down. Oh, so I can't see the laptop. So I don't know what questions are coming next. Exactly. Okay. Favorite place for food. I would probably have to go with Thailand. Yeah. I love going food. Uh, The Seychelles food, it was... It was good, but it wasn't like just like outstanding, I don't guess. No, and Thai food is my favorite food in the whole world. And there's nothing better than just rucking up to the little street market and you get like your fresh papaya, fruit, whatever else you want. And it's just like absolutely dirt cheap and it's amazing. Yeah. So I liked the food in all three places, but Phuket or Thailand is hands down my favorite and and the street food is just so affordable and so delicious i just i can't get enough yeah that's thai street food and i mean it's it's not only cheap for tourists it's cheap for locals because a lot of locals they'll eat like a small breakfast at home maybe a little small lunch or something and they all eat dinner out because it's so cheap yeah and just and if it was that cheap in a touristy def- destination, imagine how cheap it is in the little villages. Yeah, where they actually have proper food. Oh, now I think we had proper food, but but it's it, not made for tourists. Yeah, yeah. And when you go to Thailand, and they ask you how spicy you want it, it's on a one to five scale. So be careful what you say. Yeah. So if you say, "Oh, I really like spicy food," which we do, it is not the same as. Thai spice. No, it's not. So even if you can handle your spice, you might want to start with a three. Yeah. Or a two. Yeah. And then work your way up and to a three. See how you're, we accidentally ordered a four one night. 
And you I tried think, to order a one and it came across as a four, you know, language barriers and whatnot. But I think I lost like three pounds of sweat during yeah. that meal because I was just poor. It was delicious, but I was just like yeah. boiling by the time I got done. I was just like, can we please have some more cold beer? Because my <laughs> mouth is on fire. That's the only time in Thailand I asked for a glass of milk. <laughs> and they just looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah, like coconut milk or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not the food in Goa, I did really love. Yeah. I think one of my favorite, well, I don't know, I can't say favorite thing I ate in Goa because all of it was good. But the very first night we arrived, and it was quite late. It was yeah, around, it was like midnight or so. Yeah, 12, um, 1 o'clock in the morning. And they still prepared a, um, like a barbecue on the beach for us. Yeah, because that guy did a tandoori fish. Yeah, the tandoori fish was just unreal. And yeah. then, of course, if you know anything about Indian food, you know, like naan and paratha comes with everything. And there, everything's just fresh and homemade. and With tons of garlic. And yeah, also really spicy. Not that meal, but yeah, but Indian food, quite spicy. Not as spicy as Thailand. But different style of spice, I yeah, think. Definitely but, a different style. Yeah. But I did love the food in Goa. Yeah. But, and, but Thailand for me is just... Yeah. I mean, down. just walking down the street in Thailand and just kind of like, all right, I want dumplings or I want who knows what. You can... Pad Thai. Pad Thai. And one of the my favorite things they do there, they take a pineapple, cut it in half, scoop all the insides out, and they put like rice and chicken. Fried rice, yeah. Yeah fried rice and chicken and all this other stuff back inside of it and then put all the sauces and spices on it and they shove it back inside of it and they serve it that way and it's absolutely amazing yeah pineapple fried rice is signature yeah right and then all the curries and the pad thai i just i love thai food yeah definitely now now i'm craving thai food like hardcore um okay so we both agree on that one yeah thailand for food Okay, favorite place out of those three for the scenery and nature. Scenery and nature. Um, I love Thailand because it's got lots of like massive scenery. We got to go see the the giant Buddha, which is pretty impressive. Big to go Buddha. See. You got to walk up a very long hill to go go <laughs> see Buddha. Uh, that was pretty neat. Um, I don't know. That's a tough question. Even when we were in Goa, you know, we walked down. Of course, on the little strip we were staying at wasn't that long. But, you know, you have to go down and see the old church and stuff that was at the end. But hmm, that's a really tough I question. Should clarif- I should clarify that when we went to Goa, we did not go to where most people go, like the party beach area that's really busy. We went to an area called Agonda Beach that was... I don't want to. I don't want to say secluded because it had a ton of hotels, but it was the very beginning of monsoon season. Although it didn't rain at all while we were there, or maybe like a few showers. Or it something. rained one day while we were there. Yeah, because you remember we ended up in the French restaurant. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Um, but it was really quiet and very peaceful and very clean where we were. So not what most people think of as Goa. No, we were definitely not in the like the clubbing area. We no. had. We rented a little beach hut, and you literally walked out the front door, and you were standing on the beach right in front of it. Yeah. And, I mean, that's all I wanted. I didn't wear shoes. No. And I was like, hey, there's nothing better not wearing shoes for seven days. <laughs> Anyways, that was just to clarify where we were in Goa, so scenery and nature. Yeah, it was definitely beautiful. I mean, it had mountains all around us. We walked up to the top of that one hill to go to that restaurant. Uh, I can't even remember what it's called. No idea. It's been so long ago, and uh, the food wasn't that great, but the scenery was absolutely amazing. Oh, at that restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. 
the food was much better because it was in a resort and the food and stuff was much better on the street than it was up at that resort. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to answer that question, honestly. So I think for me, my favorite for scenery and nature is the Seychelles. Yeah, because, I mean, we hike through rainforests and yeah. all that other good. No, second for me would be Thailand because like the, the terrain is just beautiful. It's very lush, very green, and then the contrast of the water and the white sand, but then the same in the Seychelles. But I don't even know how to describe the Seychelles. No. Tropical paradise. But if you've ever been to Hawaii or something like that, that type of rich greenery. And whenever we travel from the UAE to a country like that, it seems even more green than yeah. it probably is because we haven't seen We've greenery. Not seen it in a year. In so long. Um, like, you know, we have palm trees and parks and stuff like that, but it's just not the same. Um, but yeah, I think for me, the scenery and the nature and the Seychelles, because the water was so clear. Like when we were driving around, like coming down, I don't want to call it a mountain, but coming down. Oh, it was definitely a mountain. Okay. Coming down mountains and hillsides and we're driving, like hugging the edge of the road and you can just see down into the water and actually see the fish, even though they're so far away. Yeah. Driving down the mountain with no guardrails on the wrong side of the road, on the wrong side of the vehicle for us. (laughs) It was an adventure. Yeah. Lots of fun. Yeah. And people drove like madmen there. Yeah. But also like waterfalls and it just... Yeah, so I my vote for scenery and nature is Seychelles. Yeah, definitely had probably have to agree with that one as well. And even when you know we took the ferry, we're I think we're going what to Ladigue across maybe. And we just went out to the front of the boat and stood there, and man, it was just I don't know how deep the water was, but it was just absolutely beautiful. Oh yeah, we saw the dolphins too. Yeah, yeah they were riding next or swimming next to the boat. They were riding next to the boat. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they weren't <laughs> <laughs> swimming along and jumping around. Okay. So, so far we're in a grants. Thailand for food, Seychelles for scenery and nature. Yeah. All right. Uh, favorite for culture and history. I feel like we're going to have the same answer for this one, too. All right. Uh, culture and history. I'd probably have to go with Thailand on that one. Yeah, that's what I put, too. Uh, the, the, the temples and stuff that you just you can just walk into. Uh, there's some of them that you do have to pay in because they're very, very touristy and they, you know, they got to pay people to clean and this, that, and other. But a lot of the little temples on the side of the road, you can just walk into them and the the little Buddhist priest are like super happy to see you. They may not know any English, but, you know, they're very nice. Uh, Even when we were there and, you know, they were bringing the food out because they were, I can't remember what festival it was going on. And they were bringing all the food out. You remember when they had like the little kids brought the the smallest portions all the way up to the oldest priest that was there? I thought that was in Sri Lanka. No, that that may have been in Sri Lanka. It was Buddhist though. No, wherever that was, I may have my countries. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah, the the temples that you can go in, and they're all very even the tiny temples are like really beautiful and ornate. Um, Yeah, I mean they're like decorated to the tenth degree, and there's. it's not in Phuket, but it's in uh, Bangkok. They have a Buddha. It wasn't that far from where we were staying that they thought that uh, like the porcelain or whatever was made out of cracked during a small earthquake that they had. And they were trying to get these people to come in and fix it and this, that, and other. And they started discovering that it was a like a clay mold that they put over this Buddha because the Buddha was made out of solid gold. Yeah. 
They were and, protecting it. Yeah, and the reason they did it, somebody was like invaded them or whatever. But this like eight foot tall Buddha, and it was just solid gold. And they're like, oh, so they stripped all the gold off, and yeah, it's quite beautiful to see. We'll have to do an episode on Bangkok as well. That's a fun place as well. <laughs> yeah. You act like you're 12. Okay. So, but for culture and history, you yeah. say Thailand. Yeah, definitely Thailand. Yeah. And I think that in, obviously in India, there's really rich culture and history. But on our trip, we didn't necessarily get into that because we, we went to relax. Yeah. And we did not go out exploring past the beach we were on well that that whole area yeah. like we explored that area top to bottom and talked to a lot of local people talked to local kids but we didn't necessarily go find um temples or museums or anything like that no so, i think we'll have to was, have to go back what was it seven days that we never got in a vehicle yeah absolutely that's one reason i loved goa yeah because we just like i said i don't know how long the beach was but we just walked it every day and then you know it was a bunch of little resorts next to each other. And so you try the food at this one. You try the food at this one. You go to the back side of the street where they have a bunch of restaurants as well. And the prices were about half. Yeah. And when we say resorts, you need to change your mind about what you're thinking. No, they're like little <laughs> like one-room huts, huts yeah. on the beach. Our room got- didn't even have aircon, did it? No, we didn't. We I remember we said like no AC, no shoes, no um yeah. We just it, had like a, a ceiling fan and a mosquito net. Yeah. And the breeze coming off the, yeah, the water every night. Yeah, it was night. absolutely stunning. Okay, so that leads me into my next question, which is most relaxing. That definitely had to be Uganda Beach. Yeah. So I said Goa, but it depends what you want to do in these places because easily Seychelles could have been the most relaxing if you want to book into a resort and have massages. and But like we went exploring yeah, we went Every all day. over. We yeah. went hiking. We went everywhere. Yeah, we Rainforest, rented, went biking. We rented a car and drove, I don't know how many places, but we drove well, a lot. Except for Ladigue. So yeah. in um, in the Seychelles, there are three main islands. Mahe is the capital, I guess. And from there, we took a, we stayed a few nights, and then we took a ferry over to Pralin and rented a car. And then... We ferried to Ladigue, and on Ladigue, there are cars, but they're not very common. Maybe like some of the resorts have cars to transport people or delivery type stuff, but everybody rides bicycles. And so we rode bikes through the national park and to the beaches, and it was absolutely unreal. Yeah, and it was really weird. We We went to some random beach that we found online, and it was a gorgeous beach. And that rained, and we ended up sitting in this restaurant slash bar for a few hours. We played, we had a ball. We ended up throwing it around. Had the kids chasing yeah, the ball, like the local kids, and uh, talked to the people that were running the place. And for like, I don't know, the next two or three days, every time we went out, we saw the bartenders. Like, yeah, just we'd pass them like it was cycling. It's a small island. Yeah, so. we cycling down the road, and we'd pass them. We're like, how Yay. in the world? <laughs> yeah, small world. It's also nice to make connections everywhere you go. Yeah, also the worst COVID test I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life. And the most expensive. Yeah, definitely the most expensive. They were not gentle. And they mm. were 175 US dollars. Yeah, per person. Okay, for reference, in Abu Dhabi, we now pay less than $10 for a PCR yeah. test. We're tested all the time, so maybe that's why they're so cheap here. Yeah, we're um, tested every two weeks. Yeah, Um <laughs> But that one was... Oh, man, there was this big dude in front of us. 
I mean, he was a big, he definitely was like a was, rugby player, yeah, rugby player, an NFL football player. Him and his wife are standing out there, and they're doing their thing. They're right in front of us. And this big old boy came out crying. I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. How bad is it? Oh, the big guys are always softies. I don't know. That lady, yeah. I swear she, she touched rough. my tongue and my brain at the same time. <laughs> okay. So, not the most relaxing PCR experience. Definitely but, not. But, so, my vote for most relaxing was Goa because we really, it had been an insane school year. It just been a long year period. And we had just had inspection at my school as well. So we were like, we were just ready. Like I was working 12 hour days. Like we were just ready to get away. And so after the ta- or the car dropped us at the beach huts, um, we did not get into a car or on a scooter or anything with a motor until we left to go back to the airport a week later. Yeah, until they took us back. We walked everywhere we went. Um, and we just had local food, sat on the beach, drank a few beers. Uh, I pet all the cows. Yes. and There's a lot of cows in India. And then I would like come out to the porch and Natalie would like go find every dog in the neighborhood and bring them back. And like, I can't help it. They followed me back. And I was like, yeah, they followed you back because you called them the whole way. And I gave them treats. And you were giving them <laughs> treats. and like I Nad- had like my own little herd of porch puppies. And cows. And cows. I have pictures. I'll post them. <laughs> yeah, Natalie, Natalie standing in the middle of the herd of cows. With my beer. With your beer. And all the dogs on the front porch. And oh, I'm like, my goodness. I love animals. I like yeah. animals too, but you know. Okay, sorry. I've gotten sidetracked now. Um, really? Okay, last question. And this is a hard one. Best beaches. Best beaches. You uh, can start with the your like least favorite. Even though it was still amazing. I don't know how to start that. My least favorite. I mean, I love the one at Agonda Beach. Uh, basically because we had two or three miles of it just to ourselves. And the waves were good there. Yeah, you could get out there and play and have fun and swim and snorkel. Well, not really snorkel because the waves were too big. But, I mean, you could swim. You could uh, body surf. and. But the water wasn't clear. It's on a white sand beach no. like the other places. That would probably be my least favorite. Uh, when we were in Thailand... We went to multiple beaches there in Phuket. Uh, I think it's called Banana Beach, where you just see a bunch of scooters parked on the side of the road, and you follow the path through the wood, and you go down there. You just, like hike down to the beach, yeah, and you or get down, scramble down to the beach, I should say. You get back there, and it's just absolutely beautiful. Just yeah. Pure white sand, shaped clear, like a banana, like a nice crescent shape. Yeah, clear blue water, and some poor guy hoist food and beer down there every day he's got a little restaurant set up down there and he just cooks until he runs out of food then he hoists everything back up and comes back the next day yeah that was fantastic there and uh the four seasons in the seychelles at i can't remember which island that was was it my island yeah Yeah. that has to be the prettiest beach i think i've ever seen in my life okay so that's your final answer probably not i'll think of something else in a minute Okay, well, I'm not going to go for a specific beach. I'm just going to say by destination that we traveled to. Oh, so you tricked me into saying a bunch of stuff, and then you're just going to play it off like, oh, this whole country is my favorite beach. Yeah, that that was the question. That's beaches. Okay, so loved Agonda Beach, especially the experience that we had. Loved playing in the water, but it's not the prettiest beach I've ever seen in my life. So that one's coming in at number three. Number two is going to be Phuket even though I cannot believe I'm ranking anything above Thai beaches because 
the experiences there, Thai massages down on the beach, the food you can have. But if we're just strictly talking beaches, I think Seychelles. I mean, they're some of the most gorgeous beaches in the entire world. Like they're ranked that way, right, with National Geographic and Forbes or whoever rates them. I don't know. I mean, even in Ladigue, when we hiked through the rainforest to get back to there. Yeah. And I broke a flip-flop. Never (laughs) hiked through a rainforest in flip-flops, people. Yeah. I love that story. Absolutely. Once you get back there, I don't remember how long we were back there. We were back there for a long time, and we were the only people. Yeah. Except the dog. Yeah, the dog led us around. But I would say, so like people go to Seychelles to get married for their honeymoons. Like It's just one of the most beautiful destinations in the world. It's also very expensive. Oh, my goodness, it is expensive. But one thing I really love about the beaches there is that you can access any beach for free even if it's at a resort and you're not staying there. Yeah. So we were able, the one you were talking about at the Four Seasons, that was called Petite Anne's. Anne's means beach in their language, I believe. And um, it was absolutely stunning. And we just had to sign in with security and walk down to the beach. But Yeah, and you know, we were there and we were, I don't remember what you were doing. You were doing something. Snorkeling. Maybe you were snorkeling. And I was like, oh, I'll just run up here, go to the bathroom. Maybe they'll, you know, won't say anything. And, uh, Went to the bathroom, which was a very nice bathroom. And he's like, yeah, yeah, boss, whenever you get done, you can shower up and this, that, and other. And I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. It's like, you know, I'll run over here to the bar and get us a couple of bottles of water so we can, you know, not die of dehydration. And they honestly gave us the water for free at a five-star resort. Yeah, I don't know that they did it, know that, they were, that we were staying there. He, yeah, he definitely knew we weren't staying there because he asked me. Oh, okay. Yes, what room I was in. I was like, I'm just here for the day. And he's like, oh, here, it's free. Go ahead. Wow. Yeah. But the Four Seasons beach was unreal. And then um, one of my other favorite beaches was Grand Anne's, which we went to later that same day. And we actually almost didn't go there because the people we knew who had been and just reading online, it was kind of like, oh, like the waves are really big and really rough there. And it's not really... Yeah, everybody was saying it was overrated. My gosh, that was one of my favorite beaches. Yeah. The waves waves were big, but you could actually play in them big, not like, well, they're crushing me or taking me out. Not like the waves we experienced in Sri Lanka where we (laughs) tumbled in the water all the time. Um, But that one, and then I think my favorite beach we went to was Anz Lazio in Pralin, where we just spent the day. We got all the really cool drone footage. Oh, where we had the... When we stopped at the little restaurant first. Yeah, yeah, that place. Where everybody was getting stuck in the sand. Yeah, but but seriously, every single beach in the Seychelles is just stunning. Yeah. Everywhere you look, it's just gorgeous. And one thing, good thing about the Seychelles is if you get caught leaving like plastic bottles on the beach and stuff like that, they give you a very, very hefty fine for it. Yeah, They're like, absolutely. They take care of it. Don't throw your trash on the ground. Don't, if you bring it in, take it out with you. It's just, I, I love that part of that. Yeah, leave nothing but footprints. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And your coconuts. And your coconuts, yeah. All right, so favorite place overall between those three? Oh, my goodness. I'd probably still have to go with Thailand. Yeah, me I too. just absolutely love Thailand. And granted, we've not been all over it, and that's going to be my mission one day is to go everywhere in Thailand. But I think just for the for the culture, the food, the beaches, the people, like I said, it's called ha- Land of a Thousand Smiles for a reason. The happiest people you have ever met in your entire life. I, yeah. You never see them in a bad mood. But, I mean, just, I, I absolutely love Thailand. Yeah, 
I, Thailand was my overall favorite as well. Especially, I think, for the price point. Like, yeah, getting there is expensive. And you can you could stay at some place that's an insane amount of money. But I think if you want to do a budget traveling experience, Thailand would be more reasonable than Seychelles. Oh, definitely. Definitely more reasonable. I mean, uh, we were lucky that when we went, we were able to stay with the friends that, that lived there. Uh, but and you can you can find accommodations dirt dirt cheap. I mean, even well, how many days were there? Six or seven days? Yeah, something like that. And we were in a scooter <laughs> for the week. It was twenty five dollars. Yeah, for the whole week, for and that included week. insurance. Yeah, that, well, well, what they, what they, what called, they called insurance. Yeah, what they called insurance. I'm not really sure what it was, but yeah, for like you know twenty bucks, and you can ride a scooter anywhere you want to go. You may get caught in a rain shower or two, but yeah. It happens. Yeah. Adds to the experience. But yeah, I would say overall from those three destinations that Thailand would come out on top for me. But I absolutely loved the experiences that we had in each place. And I would hands down go back, except that there's so much more to see. Yeah, I would go back to any of them. Uh, but like you said, I definitely want to go to other places that we've not ever been. Yeah. This trip that we're going to be taking mm-hmm. Saturday. In so, a couple so, of days. So excited. Is what we've been planning it for three years. Yeah. So. And it's been on, Turkey's been on your bucket list forever. Yeah. And so. I mean, like I said, I can't wait to have the food and the coffee and the scenery. And I just, I, I think it's going to be epic. Yeah. We'll have to do another recap next year. and Put Turkey on there yeah. and see how it ranks out. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. All right. Well, I have great memories with you from all those places. Oh, most definitely. And it's. This is our first spring break to not have a tropical destination. Yeah, it's going to be kind of cool. I was yeah. like earlier trying to pack and I was like, I got to get something that's long sleeve out. Yeah, no. And pants. I don't like pants. I mean, optional. <laughs> They'd probably appreciate if I wear pants. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope that you guys enjoyed that rambly breakdown of our tropical destinations we've done for spring break travels. Um, and we would like to know, what is your favorite, we'll just go with what's your favorite tropical destination. Yeah, we'll go with tropical right now. Yeah, so leave us a comment and let us know your favorite tropical destination. Yeah, tell us a good place to go and we'll try to go visit it. Yeah, unless it's in America. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We, there is so much more I want to explore in America, but for spring break, that's just not feasible. No, I'm not going to go back for a week. That's a really expensive flight. So That's a long way. Yeah. Anyways. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Yeah. Enjoy your spring. If you're on spring break, enjoy. If you're not on spring break, you can just live vicariously through us. And everybody else who's on spring break. Yeah. All right. See you later. See y'all. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, share it on social media, give us a rating and leave a review. These really help us. Follow and connect with us on Instagram at Our Wayward Life. And reach out to us with any questions either through social media or email at ourwaywardlife at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.